What is up, Galaxians? Welcome to another episode of Galaxy CDs, Rocks, and Flips. If this is your first time here at the channel, my name is Ryan, and I am a full-time reseller working out of my home here in the greater Cincinnati area, and this channel is all about the flip life. Thanks so much for stopping by. If you're a regular here or one of the OG28, thank you for coming back. In today's episode, it's the normal midweek recap of some of the sweet stuff that has left the galaxy over the last week. But we're going to start by talking about all of the resellers that spontaneously combusted earlier this week when Mercari announced that they are jumping on the payment processing bandwagon. <laughs> oh, man. They sent an email out on Monday that uh, they're going to start charging payment processing fees. Now, if you've been following along, if you caught my podcast or the video that went with that, um, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, I mentioned that Mercari is hemorrhaging cash. They are literally losing hundreds of millions of dollars a year. And I mentioned at that time that if they didn't figure out how to kind of change that trajectory, they were going to find themselves in some trouble. That is unsustainable in the medium and the long term. Obviously, to acquire sellers and you know get the business off the ground, much like Amazon did in their early days, you're willing to accept a certain amount of loss, but that cannot go on forever. So here we are, not even two weeks later, and you'd think they saw my video or something. They've announced that they are going to start passing along payment processing fees to sellers. Uh, the... The response in the reselling community was probably as predictable as it was disappointing as uh, the pitchforks and the torches were gathered and people went to the Facebook groups and YouTube to decry, once again, the corporate behemoth screwing the little guy and all the rest of it. Uh, responses ranged anywhere from never selling on the platform again to I'm going to build my own platform to compete with these guys, which, to be completely frank, if a... 3% change in the fees you're being charged is enough to cause your business that much pain. You're in no position to create a competitor to any of these companies. <laughs> um, so to be fair, uh, they announced that they are going to start on October 1st. All new listings that go on Mercari will be charged when the item is sold. A transaction fee, I believe it is 2.99% plus 30% of the transaction. Uh, let me just look real quick and make sure that's right, but I'm pretty sure that's what they said. Yeah, 2.9% plus 30 cents, which is kind of in line with what everybody else is doing in the online payment processing world. Uh, one nice thing is that they have said that it is only going to apply to the item itself. It will not be applied to taxes or shipping. We'll see how long that lasts because in the traditional payment processing world in retail, which is where my background is, the fee applies to everything. Every penny that is charged to that card is liable to have that fee attached to it. So they're at least cutting us a little bit of a slack on that front, but the fee, it was almost inevitable that they were going to have to get in line with other payment processors. Um, 2.9 plus 30 is not all that bad. When I had my record store, I paid 2.99 plus 55 cents. So this still looks like a bargain to me. I'm actually, I have one listing right now on Mercari. So this isn't really going to affect me all that much, but um, it's uh, certainly made some headline news in the reselling world. So again, beginning October 1st, that fee will apply to all new listings. And then on November 1st, it will apply retroactively to all of your listings. Again, it is a payment Processing fee only. It's not a listing fee. 
It only applies if an item actually sells. Uh, there's already been some confusion on that. People thinking they've got to pay this 30 cent fee on listings. This is not a listing fee. This is a payment processing fee. So it's only on completed transactions. To comment a little just wider on the brouhaha around this, it's amazing to me that resellers for some reason feel we should be immune from the wider market forces at play. Things like payment processing and fees and advertising fees and final value fees and on and on. I mean, would I love to pay 5% final value fee on everything and just be done with it? Man, you bet your bippy I would. <laughs> that would be fantastic. But it's just not realistic. I can't build a site and drive the number of eyeballs to it that these companies do on our behalf. They are literally spending tens and or hundreds of millions of dollars to drive traffic to their sites and eyeballs to our listings. And none of us individually would be able to do that on our own. Additionally, we'd have to come up with all the money up front. In this case, we only pay this, generally speaking, when the items are sold, um, unless you're paying listing fees. So, you know, the notion that we're somehow getting hosed in this deal just doesn't really hold much water with me. Um, I, from my experience and my background, this is still as a seller and a small business owner, the best deal out there. Um, I will gladly pay an extra 3% plus 30 cents if it helps a company like Mercari not only stay in business, but grow and prosper. Because when they do, we do. And if, if they fail, if they continue to lose hundreds of millions of dollars a year, it's just, it's not going to be good for anybody. They will eventually have to go away and our opportunities are going to be more limited. So I'm, I'm on board with this. I have no problem with it whatsoever. The other thing that bothers me is, again, all the pitchforks and the torches and the complaining doesn't do anything to help your situation as a reseller. The conversations we should be having are, what am I going to do? How am I going to grow my business to compensate for this new fee? Yes, I, I wish it wasn't here, but it is. It's a reality. It was inevitable. So what am I going to do to mitigate that? How can I add 3% gross margin to all my items on this platform? Can I raise my price a little bit? Do I have that much room in it? Can I, like I talked about in one of my quick reselling tips video, can I become better at negotiating so that I get a little better price up front so that I make a little more money on the back end when I sell an item to help offset this? Can I do things to make my listings better or more effective? What are the tools that I can use? What are the things at my disposal that I can do to make this situation less painful? How can I acquire more goods to sell to offset this in the bigger picture financially. Maybe the percentage doesn't help, but if I can sell two more things a week, maybe I can offset this and so on. Those are useful conversations. And those are the things that we should be talking about like we are here on a YouTube channel or within a Facebook group. The grousing and complaining, frankly, about not selling on a platform anymore. If you want to get out of the reselling game, my email is galaxycds at gmail.com. If you have some inventory you'd like to get rid of, shoot me a list and I'll take a look at it because I'm always looking for stuff. I'm not going anywhere. Uh, I still think this is the best gig in town, even with the extra fees. So I'm all in. If you're all out, that's just good for the rest of us that are going to stick around. So, you know, shoot me, a, shoot me a message with your inventory and I'll take a look at it. Uh, 
with that, I'm going to take a quick break for the podcast listeners so I can get a sponsor break in and we'll be right back with the weekly what's sold on eBay. And we're back. I hope that first segment wasn't too ranty. Um, I, I get a little fired up when I see some of this stuff coming from a traditional retail background where these fees were just commonplace. You know, when PayPal stopped refunding fees on refunds and cancellations, the big, big kerfluffle about that as well. And now with this, you know, I get it. Nobody wants to have extra fees put on, but most of this stuff, when it's just catching up with what's gone on for years in the wider business world, I don't know. Maybe it's just my perspective is different, but I just, I, I don't see it as that big a deal. Um, of course, I'd rather have the 3% than not, but I'm already, like I said, in that segment, kind of strategizing how I can recoup that somewhere else. So I'll just move on with life, and I hope you will with your business as well. And to that end, let's talk about some of the cool stuff that's left the galaxy in the last week. We're going to start with some CDs. This first one is from 1988. Uh, Paul Hardcastle, No Winners. Uh, his stuff is seems to be in really good demand for some reason. Um, I'm familiar with the name, but I can't say I've ever listened to any of his stuff. But every time I get something listed, I sell it pretty quickly. This was from the big 8,000 CD lot that I've talked about over and over and over again. Uh, I own this for less than four cents, and it sold for $19.99 with free shipping. Next up, Side Industry, Everyday Life. This was a new CD from 1999. This is also from that big lot of CDs, so another four-center that went for $20, free shipping. Keeping with the theme, another one from that lot, so another four-cent CD, Beat Dominator, 2468, Feel the Bass. Um, these Pandisc bass CDs always do really, really well. Uh, this one was listed less than a day and I got an offer on it. I think I had it listed for $24.99. I got an offer of $21.24. Not sure what that was all about. Sometimes I feel like these, you know, offers are just they're trying to prank us with these numbers. But uh went ahead and took that and sent that on its way. This next one also from that same lot, the Sacred Mushroom by the Sacred Mushroom. This is a 2001 reissue. This featured Larry Goshorn, who is a Cincinnati musical legend. Uh, the CD actually sold to someone in New York, the Sacred Mushroom Group. I'm not that familiar with them, but there was quite a bit of really expensive comps on this that were selling for $40 and $50. This one was not in kind of like new or very good shape. It had some surface scratches on it, so I... Only was asking $21.99 for it. I thought, let's make the quick nickel. You know, thing's not in great shape. Let's get it out of here. This is another one that sold in probably less than 48 hours after being listed. Owned for four cents or less and sold for $21.99. This is two CDs from John Foreman. Not familiar with him. I think it's an independent musician. He did... Two CDs, The Wonderlands, uh, Sunlight and Shadows and Darkness and Dawn. I had these separately listed for $12.99 each. They were in pretty much like new condition. I had one buyer that bought both of them at once, so sold the complete set for $25.98. My cost of goods sold on this is about seven and a half cents. Another one from that lot. My Sister's Machine, Diva from 1992. This was on Carolyn Records. Uh, $29.99 with free shipping. So another really nice flip. 
also from that lot, so super, super cheap. This is also from that lot, but this is a DVD. Uh, there were a few just kind of random things stuck in some of these boxes. This is a, a movie called Pieces of Talent. It looks like a uh, kind of a horror movie, real weird looking setup, but this was apparently autographed by the director on the cover. This sold for $19.99 plus media rate shipping, so $22, $23 on an item that I own for, again, about four cents. Get into a few books now. This first one, uh, Notable Trials Library, the Nuremberg Trial. This is a leather-bound edition from 1990. Um, apparently, there's a whole series of these books about famous trials throughout the world. Uh, this one I had, I believe, at $24.99 or best offer. Someone was watching this, so I sent an offer on this one of, I think, 15% off, and they went ahead and accepted. So this went for $21.24 with free shipping. This was in immaculate condition. Uh, there was not a mark on the cover. It was a really, really nice piece. This was a really cool book, um, Picasso and Lump, A Dachshund's Odyssey uh, by David Douglas. This is about um, Pablo Picasso and his pet dachshund. Really neat little book. This one was not in the best shape. It had a lot of fading on the cover. These are generally selling for closer to 30 bucks, but I had mine at $21.99 based on its condition. The pages were actually really, really clean, so I did list it as very good, but the cover was obviously faded, so I didn't feel like I could ask for full pop on this one. I had it listed for a couple of weeks. Somebody got it for $21.99. I own this for probably 80 cents. This was a really cool one. This thing sat here for the longest time. This book, uh, Satan's Mistress by Brian McNaughton. This is a first printing paperback from 1978. This was part of a huge lot of science fiction books that I bought last fall. I think there were almost 700 of them that I bought for, I think it worked out to about 75 cents a piece, so not real bad. I had this listed for $39.99, our best offer, plus shipping, sat there and it sat there and it sat there it was part of last month's 40 percent off clearance sale last day of the month somebody took advantage of it bought it for 23.99 plus shipping uh, this book was also in very very good condition would have been nice to get full boat out of it but uh you can't complain for 23.99 on something you own for 75 cents this is the third week in a row I'm featuring the uh, history of the Second World War. Uh, every week here for the last three weeks, I've shown one of these and then immediately sold one. So here's another one. Um, I'm down to, I think, maybe two of these now. So they've finally started to sell. $34.99 with free shipping. I own this for a dollar. This was from an estate sale uh, several months ago. That's kind of the high points. Um, it was another week. If you caught my podcast on Sunday, Tons of volume again over the last week, but a lot of little sub $15 stuff. So it was a really, in the kind of the big picture, it was a little bit of a frustrating week in terms of the dollar volume. Uh, but there were obviously some cool things that got out of here. I did get out on Saturday and did a little bit of sourcing. I picked up a handful of Bibles and religious books that I've got listed. They were all pretty much in the $30 to $50 range, so I'm pretty excited to see what those do over the next weeks, and hopefully weeks, not months, but <laughs> uh, some good scores there. 
Picked up a big box of records, uh, classical box sets. I got less than 50 cents a piece in them. They look like they're pretty much all going to sell in the $10 to $15 plus shipping range. So working on getting those listed. Still have thousands of books in the garage along with thousands of CDs. Um, so we're still working on that. So making progress, getting through all this stuff. Uh, plan to go out late this week to source the the sale where I picked up the the other religious books. Uh, was my good friend Gwen who mentioned that she's got a sale coming up this weekend for, from a doctor's home. And apparently there are a ton of old books in this house. So I'm really excited to get out there and see what they've got and uh, probably make an offer on that whole lot and uh, see if I can't fill up the garage yet once again. So with that, we're going to close it out for the week. I hope you're having a great week. Uh, if you found this video um, useful, entertaining, or thought-provoking, do me a favor and whack that thumbs up button. If this was your first time at the channel and this kind of stuff is your jam, feel free to subscribe and even click that bell notification icon so you get notified each time I do a new video. And with that, it's time to sell. Thanks, guys.